it's cold outside, 26 degrees. I hope you guys are staying warm today. Hey, this is your host, J.D., listening to HOR 421 Podcast Show. Oh, our scripture for today is found in Philippians 4.19. But my God shall supply all our needs according to his riches in glory. By Christ Jesus. Oh, ain't God good? Yes, He is, folks. Yes, He is. Now, I thank you, I thank you, Lord, for everything, and I thank everybody for be uh, listening to the podcast. Now, I hope you guys are blessed, and uh, this podcast is—I couldn't do it without the Lord. Uh, and I'll repeat that all the time. If you get tired of listening to it, so what? <laughs> I mean, because the Lord is my everything. He supplies all of my needs. Well, what I wanted to share with you guys today is a, a little story that happened back at, mm, well, it's a testimony. It's part of my testimony. I got a lot. <laughs> Lord's done a lot for me. It, it, it's It's a Christmas story. And it started back in December, uh, probably about mid-2000s, maybe a little late, earlier than that. I'm not really sure on the date, but I do know it's early 2000s, mid-2000s somewhere. We had just moved into a house that the Lord had supplied. You know, and that's another testimony in itself, too. Um, and, I mean, it's not a long testimony, but it's it's what God can do for you. And that's what this whole this whole episode about the podcast is about is God will supply all your needs to his riches and to his glory. Yes, he will. Well, like I said, it was in December and um, didn't have no money. My mom didn't have no money. She couldn't work. You know, she just got diagnosed with a lot of stuff wrong with her body. Um, my sister, she's going to school, and I think she's trying to work part-time. And um, I just really started to get a job, and it's not really a, a steady job. It's, it's you know, it's a contracting-type job, you know, a jack-of-all-trades, master-of-none type. And uh, so I'm just really starting to get my, my feet wet. We didn't have no money. And... Still to this day, I mean, I know how I know how it was done. It was the Lord, but it was uh, the first week of December. We opened our door, and uh, when we opened our front door, there was gifts on the on the uh, front step. Well, we didn't have a tree. I was like, "Well, we're going to put it under." And believe it or not, before the weeks up, the Lord gave us a tree. Well, He gave us lights, trees, decorations, anything you could think to think of that you can decorate for Christmas. And I probably have to say here, as I'm sitting here, that's probably about the best Christmas I've ever had in my entire life was uh, that month. Because every day up until Christmas Day, we had gifts sitting on the front porch. Sometimes we knew who dropped them off, and there were sometimes we didn't know who dropped them off. But we know the Lord had laid it on their hearts to to give us a Christmas. And I mean, 
it wasn't like elaborate gifts or anything. It was gifts that you need, you know, stuff like that. And I mean, some things were really nice and some things were, you know, we physically needed, but they was gifts. They was our needs. It's what we needed in our life. And God knew that. And that's what, you know, this might not be a long podcast today, 10 minutes at the most, maybe five minutes. I I really don't know. At least 10. (laughs) But um, I thank God for everything that that he has done in my life. And that Christmas was a start of mending mine and my mom's relationship. And like I said in my previous testimony, the first one I did, you know, me and my mother had a really destructive life. Me and my sister didn't have a relationship. And uh, it is what it is. And, uh, you know, I was going to do this for another podcast. I guess I'll just kind of go on with it. Uh, I won't try to carry on too long about it. You know, I had a lot of hate and anger built up inside of me. And I, I didn't know what to do with it. And the Lord had gifted me when I was young, before I had Lord placed in my hand a, a guitar. But when I was a kid, the Lord had placed in my hand pencils and paper, and I learned how to draw. And I was good at it. You know, I, I did my thing. And um, I didn't do it for other people. I did it for myself, and that's how I expressed what I was feeling inside because I didn't know how to express myself outwardly towards people. And, uh, it was, you know, I expressed myself a lot in school because I had a hard time paying attention in class. So a lot of the times I would sit there and doodle and, you know, and draw and do what I can. And I guess I didn't realize it, but the, the school was keeping tabs on me on my drawings. When I started putting, words with my drawings how i felt inside it made it easier than speaking and i guess you can say it was poetry and uh it was dark poetry i mean i mean dark and the drawings were dark a lot of the people said wow you're just doing that to get attention well yeah in a way i was you know because i didn't have that attention at the house you know my mother she was a coke addict, you know, she drank, she worked two or three jobs just to keep her habit up. And then she was never home. So most of the time it was just me and my sister and my stepsister at the house. <clears throat> my stepdad worked all the time and to stay away from the house. And, and when he was home, I mean, it was nothing but a fight. I mean, we looked forward for the fight because after the fight, we got pizza. I mean, I mean, I know it sounds crazy, but it's little things in life, you know, but, um, yeah, I mean, the school, now I'll take you back to school had gotten started keeping tabs on me. And I remember I got called into the principal's office and, you know, there, my mom is there and she didn't know what was going on. And I, I didn't, I have no clue. Next thing I know, they, they put me in a psych ward. I'm 12 years old. They ripped me from my home, the state did, and said that at my age, I shouldn't be drawing uh, pictures like that. And my writing should not be that, I guess, what their words was, 
I shouldn't be that advanced in my writings. I shouldn't have that type of emotions at that age. I can't tell you where all of my emotions come from. I just know from when I was really, really young, the crap that I had to go through personally with inside myself and the things physically that I'd seen through my family, what I had to go through. I guess with all of that, I grew up really super fast and I didn't have a childhood. I mean, I did the best that I could. I was a goofball in school. If I didn't like you, we got in a fist fight. You know, I made fun of you. I was raw. Um, I had, I got a point into my life where I could turn, I could turn my emotions on and off super fast. And if I had just a little bit of thought of you or someone making fun of me, that was it. You, you, you cross the line with me. You're about to like, you know, I'm about to cause you some trouble. You know, if you beat me up or I beat you up or I hurt you mentally, you know, somehow, some way that I would get you back. I mean, um, you know, and, and growing up, a lot of my friends would tell you that, that I grew up with, that I was crude. I didn't care about nobody but myself. And then when I did get friends, I, tra- my, I treated my friends like gold. Until they crossed my path, until I thought they was making fun of me or they kind of disrespected me, and that was it. I mean, I can recall a time in my life, I had just graduated from high school. And by the grace of God, I wasn't going to church then, but I got through high school. And, uh, but I can remember I was, I was at a party and one of my friends, he had passed out in his car and a couple of guys were kind of taunting us, you know, and we're taunting them. And, and, um, next thing I know, I kind of like went off and did my thing next they beat my friend up while he was in the car. Didn't give him a fair shot. Well, they kind of left their vehicle. And <clears throat> I'm sorry, excuse me. But they left their vehicle. And uh, I was like, well, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll rig it to where it explodes. I'm telling you, folks, I was a bad kid. And I did. I rigged it. But it exploded. But nothing that will hurt anybody. I was hoping it would. I didn't care if I went to jail. I didn't care. I mean, you know, you hurt you hurt one of me. You hurt one of mine, my friends. I'm, I'm going to get you back. And uh, thank God it now, I thank God that it didn't. It didn't hurt them. Um, but, I mean, it did cause some damage, bad damage. But, um I don't know. I I, lit, I I had a lot of anger. And um, all the fights that me and my mom would have would be horrendous. I I still don't know today how the how we all survived. And, oh, I do. It's the Lord. It's why I'm here today. But to go back, you know, I was talking about that Christmas that I had and the Lord supplied everything for us. It was that first week of December is when the Lord really started to kind of mend mine and my mom's relationship and my sister's. 
that's when me and my sister started to find out we had a lot in common, more than we thought. And we formed a really close bond in what I call a uh, front porch relationship. You know, we'd sit hours on the front porch just talking, sharing ourselves um, with each other, you know, our thoughts and our feelings, you know, our emotions and, and, um, it, it was a, it was a good thing. And, um, I wouldn't take nothing back for that Christmas. Met a lot of good people too. A lot of churches, you know, and it's in that time too, that a lot of churches come together and, uh, they didn't know us. They, I mean, we was, far as they know, we're just another average Joe family. But they come in and they helped us rewire our house, sheetrock our house. I mean, we still had to do a lot of work of ourselves, but we had people that was certified electricians come in and say, oh, I'll help you out. Certified plumbers, oh, I'll, I'll come in and help you out. And contractors that would come in and they would teach me and I would learn as I go. And that kind of helped me out in life to be able to do certain trades as, until I got a, a steady job. But uh, I'm almost going on 15 minutes now, and I won't. This podcast won't be too long. But I, I guess with all it said and done, like I said in Philippians 4:19, but my God shall supply all your needs, not some, not a little bit, all your needs. And I am a testament of what Christ did that December. I mean, we even had food. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I Unless she was there, it, it's hard to explain. It's it's kind of like when the spirit falls upon you, and, you know, and uh, you're just, you try to explain the glory of God, and it's the hardest thing to do. And it's, and it's also hard to explain God's blessings because he's, he's everything. It's like trying to name God. It's hard. But like I said, he'll supply everything that you need. And if you're down and out and you, you feel like, well, I, I can't buy money. I mean, I, not money, but I, I'm sorry. I, I mean, I can't buy my kids anything. Uh, I can't buy my niece or nephew anything. Uh, I have no money for my family, you know, just to give them a small gift. Just... uh God will supply your needs. If if it's meant for you to give them something, then it'll be there. But you have one thing that you can give, and it's sitting on your coffee table or it's in your shelf or in your book bag. It's a Bible. You can share on the Word of God. That's the most precious thing in the world, Lord. I meant people. It's the Word of God. Without the Word of God, we ain't got nothing. It's our everything. It's our truth. That's the fear of God inside of us. That's the power and the glory of the Lord is the word of God. That's what formed this earth. As he spoke the word into existence, trees were formed. Water was there. He separated the land between the waters. He hung the moon and the stars. Every, everything that God is, is in the word of God. And all you have to do is look to it. I thank everybody for listening to the show. I know it wasn't too long. 
But it's something I had in my heart and I wanted to share. And uh, if you guys like to uh, support the channel, you can uh, donate to me at PayPal, uh, HOR421. And let's see, we pull this up real quick. I am on Twitter now. So if you guys want to stop, start following me on Twitter, it's at HOR421Ministry. I'll be downloading um, a lot of the content to there. I'm also on Facebook. Uh, it's just HOR421 on Facebook. But um, I'm, I don't care much for either one of them, but, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. I, you know, it, it helps me uh, get my content out there, and it helps me get the message out there. So I'm going to try to utilize it, utilize it as much as I can. And, you know, I'll be back in a few days. Um, I was supposed to have a guest on the show, but something happened. Couldn't make it. Lord knows all. It's Lord's will. So I've got another guest lined out. I'm just getting waiting for a confirmation. And uh, if you guys feel that you have a testimony and you want to share it, contact me. <coughs> Everything's on the uh, the page that you can contact me through. Um, I, I'd like to interview you guys and, you know, put you on the show. I mean, um, everybody's got a testimony to share. Everybody's got to, if we've got one thing in common is we all have, I'm sorry. We all have that testimony of Jesus Christ in our life and what he's done for us. And that's what we need to share. And that's what we need to remind people what, who God is. And God wants us to remind him what he has done for us. Well, that's all, folks. Hey, stay warm. Like I said, it is cold outside.